0: marketing advertising and sometimes a conversation this is the brand boost podcast hey guys welcome to the brand boost podcast this is vincenzo Landino now my co-host jed record for the marketing update today we've got some pretty exciting stuff on the show to talk about actually it's not even pretty exciting it's very exciting i'm very excited. exciting um we're talking Snapchat, custom Snapchat geo filters, Facebook reactions, and Twitter GIFs or GIFs, whatever you want to call it. You figure out what you want to call them. Jed, my man, how are you?
1: I'm doing great, Vincenzo. Uh, thank you. The, the, this is really exciting this week. There are, there are a lot of things coming out that I'm pretty excited about. Um, and one of the things that we're going to be talking about are these reactions on Facebook. I'm pretty excited. Because I would like to find out uh, your opinion, Vincenzo, on what is the deal? What is this, How is this going to help people on Facebook? And people in the comments, uh, I hope they'll chime in as well and uh, give us some feedback on how they like the reactions. For those um, of
0: you listening to the podcast, uh, the audio-only version of the podcast, we are recording live on Blab. So there's a live audience watching us. That's what Jed is referring to.
1: You know, we'll talk about the, uh, the GIFs or GIFs or what have you on uh, Twitter. I think we both know what our uh, uh, feelings are on those, but um, we'll share that and uh, give you some more updates on, on that. But uh, what I'm most excited about is uh, the Snapchat filters that you can go ahead and buy now for yourself, have your own Snapchat filter. I know you're super excited about the
0: snapchat filters let's let's save that to the end so they have to listen to the whole episode let's talk let's jump right in (laughs) and talk about the least exciting of these which i think is the twitter gifs um so Twitter Twitter released the, the GIF button. And on mobile, you can click on GIF and you get these silly animated photos that you can reply to tweets with. And um, they actually released it last week, right? So they said they were going to slowly roll it out. I think I just got it earlier this week. I had noticed that I've been using Don Draper GIFs in pretty much anything when I wanted to make a funny on a conversation. But um, listen, this is the least impressive one of the bunch. And the reason I say that is because I I hate GIFs in the first place. I hate GIFs in normal conversations. I think they can have a place. I just don't want to see brands start using these things like crazy. And that's where I think it's going to go is that brands are going to think they can now be funny. Like, ooh, it's so easy to be funny. And they're going to start overkill with the gist but then it'll start to fade out after a while and we'll be done with it what do you think
1: yeah i think it's important for brands to use that sense of humor and i think the key part of what you just said is is overusing it or just using just like crazy and that definitely is going to be a problem uh i hope I hope that we don't see that but i can't imagine that this isn't going to be too tempting for some people and some companies to really uh pile it on and uh, i think when used in moderation they can really get your point across Uh, i love getting a good humorous point across in a gif but um two or three a day that it just adds up in the stream and uh I think it can be too much real quick.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, you can definitely have this, uh, an impact by using one, right? Like one at the right time, even if a brand responds with one, a funny one at the right time, especially with pop culture references. Um, you know there was, there's so many different pop culture cult, uh, pop culture references. Even if you watch like a television series, and it's funny because I was watching an episode of um, Mad Men the other night, and they mentioned an orchard that's like five minutes from my house. They talked about it like really quickly in the conversation. I was like, damn, how cool would that have been if when this series was at airing like they could have dropped a gif of that in there or and it was really quick to grab it like as a brand and they're they're are a very large orchard here in Connecticut like how cool would that be um or you know like Red Lobster when that woman uh mentioned it in, in the uh, I think it was in her lyrics or whatever it was at the Super Bowl like how cool would it have been for them to immediately respond with a gif because you get the point you don't need words. I know who it was. I know who it was. I just not a fan of, of her. <laughs> so I <don't laughs> want to say her name on the podcast. But um I, I think they have their place. I just uh, the last thing I want to see is just gif conversations where it's just going back and forth gifs, gif, gif, gif like that's the last thing I need to see cuz I it will drive me me personally. This is, I'm talking from myself. I do not want to see that on Twitter.
1: Well, I mean, everybody can communicate in their own way. And, um, yeah, I, I hope my stream doesn't fill up with them. But I'll tell you, um, if you've ever been to spoof chat, and Vincenzo, I know you have. Um, spoof chat is a Twitter chat that
0: uh, is essentially pokes fun at. Other things that happen. Anything media and is everything.
1: Fear. So, right. wait, is it? Is <laughs> yeah. ten o'clock? Is it ten o'clock on Thursday nights? Is that right, Vincenzo? Um, I think so. Anyway, it's a great Twitter chat. Look it up. Day. Hashtag Wednesday night. Wednesday, Wednesday night. Hashtag spoof chat, check it out on Twitter, and it is hilarious how they poke fun at the different topics of the day, and they usually do so through using these GIFs and, and other animated graphics. A lot yeah. of fun, uh, great way to get an overdose of uh, GIFs for a while. Um, so that's an interesting use for it, but who I couldn't take that all day long. No, 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 for sure. Yeah. So anyway, I, yeah. So. I know there's
0: there's probably community managers out there that are excited about it. And there's probably others that are just like, oh my God, really, this is just gonna cause so much confusion, so much uh, you know, so many of our customers and consumers trying to now respond with a with a gif and whatnot. Um, again, this is the least exciting of the news. I just felt like it had to be talked about because a lot of people don't know it's there or maybe they haven't gotten it yet but it's just an easier way for you to pop in a GIF and I will show it on the screen uh, just so you guys can see it for those of you that are um, are watching this live recording and for those of you listening I'm going to show this on the screen maybe I'll throw a screen capture or a screen grab in the um, in the show notes but when you go and create a tweet when you go and create a tweet there's a little GIF button right there and you click on a GIF button And then it comes up with different categories or you can also search. So for me, my go-to search is Don Draper, but there's other (laughs) ones like... Agree, applause, awe, dance, do not want, eye roll, goodbye, hearts ball. I mean, like, just their responses, right? So they have, like, a lot of typical responses that people make with gifs already. And, um, you know, winks, want, thank you, thumbs down, slow clap. These are things that people do all the time, right? So instead of using a word, you just use a picture, this animated picture. So I think it's a cool feature. I just – I don't know if this was, like – And I I guess my thing, and Jed, you know what, maybe you can chime in on this as well. Was this really, like, something they had to do? Was this a go-to feature that everybody really wanted?
1: No, it's just another one of the many features that Twitter is adding uh, that mimics other social networks like Facebook. So... We've been talking about this um, both here on the podcast and and in other forums about um, now that Twitter is a public company, it needs to grow, and it needs to grow through new user acquisition. And so it needs to have things that may attract um, new users to the platform, and this is certainly one of those things I believe Mm -hmm. they feel will attract users to the platform. For sure, for sure.
0: Well, if this helps, and I guess here's my, my final thought on this, and then we'll move on. If this helps more everyday people, normal people that don't really use Twitter all the time, if this helps them jump onto the platform because it's kind of making it more fun, um, then kudos to them. If, and obviously that's what they're trying to do. Um, but I just hate to see Twitter get filled up with you know cats and dogs and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know stuff that we we've already seen everywhere else. Uh, moving along, we'll, I want to talk a little bit about the Facebook reactions. That <laughs> uh, Facebook reactions. So Facebook had launched this last year, and they had only done it in a couple different test markets in Europe, where you don't ha- you don't just like anymore. You can react to a comment or a post or anything like that and the reactions are like love wow haha. uh yes yeah, spain ireland by the way were the two uh, angry or sad so there's different reactions you can make to a post now very very simple on desktop you simply hover over the like the uh, the, the like button and these six different ones pop up on the mobile at least on iphone I'm not Android device so I don't know it's the same you click and hold like and then you can scroll over to one of the six reactions I'll tell you right now I'm a fan I think it's great I have some hang-ups but I want to hear what you think about it right off the bat first initial reactions
1: um, yeah so I I like it too. So <laughs> in the last couple of uh feature updates that uh Facebook and Twitter have been making, I I've been a little hesitant to to jump on board. This one kind of makes sense to me. I think uh I think it's cool. I think it's playful and fun. I think anything that adds Um, a little bit more personality to the platform allows you express yourself more creatively. Mm -hmm. I think that's a positive for any social media platform. So uh, my initial reaction is, yeah, like yours, I think this is good. I think it's uh, fun and should be uh, good for the experience on Facebook. The um, questions I might have with this are um, when it comes to people looking at the analytics side, I've heard a lot of comments on uh, marketing folks or even just um, people who, who study the ne- social networks and they wanna figure out how they can take a look at these comments analytically and what they might mean. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they're gonna be more helpful to marketers or, um, or to analysts in that when somebody liked a post, you didn't really know what they meant by like. They could be acknowledging the post, they could be saying they really liked the post, or they could just uh, hit it in terms of sending a signal like you would on Twitter, uh, just to say, of oh, I've, I've been read this post. Now with reactions, um, you can have kind of more of, of your own personal um message in in terms of what you choose but i still don't think just because somebody clicks on the heart or on the wow or on the sad face that you'll be able to read uh, a true um you know that you'll be able to actually know what that person was thinking when they clicked on those uh uh, on those reactions. Um, it, I think the one that probably you'll be able to get the best guest on is angry. I don't think people use, will use the angry reaction unless they really are angry about something. But I think uh, all kind I could see all kinds of use cases for a sad face, um, a wow, or a uh, heart to mean all kinds of different things, not just the simplified uh, loving something being sad about something or being surprised about something i I think you could use those in all kinds of situations and if you've ever seen teenagers use this stuff you'll know what i'm talking about
0: yeah i mean absolutely uh here's the thing a lot of people are talking to analytics i think that i haven't checked into it other than very very simple analytics by clicking on it and seeing how many people have liked loved uh You know the different reactions. That's that's all I've gone into. I haven't actually gone into Facebook Analytics yet to deep dive into anything. I'm looking at this completely at a high high level. You know, thirty thousand foot right now, just trying to see where it's gonna play out. Because here's the thing: I still haven't seen normal everyday people really using it outside of hitting like. When I say normal everyday people, I'm talking about the nine hundred million daily active users that are on this platform that have no idea what we're even talking about. I mentioned, to my brother, <laughs> yeah. I, I mentioned it to my brother, and I know I use my brother often as a, kind of a measuring stick for the, daily, uh, the typical user, but he's got no idea.
1: Yeah, and if you're using the... Um if you're using Facebook right now and you're listening to the podcast and you don't see the reactions we're talking about, go ahead and log out um, on your device and then log back in to Facebook and you should see those reactions come up. Uh, The way you can find them is by clicking on um, where the like button is on a post and just hold your finger down on that until they pop up. So um, if it's not happening to you right now, log out of your Facebook app and log back in, and you'll see those reactions come in if you're in the United States. And I think I think they're going live uh, worldwide, but I don't know that, that we're all going at the same time.
0: <laughs>
1: all right, I'm back. Sorry
0: about that, guys. Sorry. A little bit of a technical difficulty. Anyway, I was explaining a little bit about the reactions. And anyway, I think it's a good thing overall. It's going to help build sentiment. It, it's a much better way of figuring out sentiment than just word analysis. Right. Because sarcasm, you can't judge sarcasm. You can't. Uh, there's no way to, to do that.
1: Yeah, it'll be a tool in in the shed for uh, data analysts to try and get a little bit more insight onto sentiment. Um, As I said, the angry face, I think, will be the clearest of those. Um, But like both of us mentioned, um, I I think we can worry about the sentiment piece and what we can get out of that uh, down the road once we see how people are using it, and if people use it. So we're making an assumption that people will adopt this. Um, Some people might just continue to just like things because uh, you have the choice to do that. So we'll see how that goes. Again, uh, to summarize my thoughts on it, anytime you can add more personalization um, to uh, the social platform and, and enable users to be a little bit more creative in their responses, I think that's a good thing. So positive response from me. Happy face. So we like reactions. Um, <laughs> We're reacting
0: to reactions. We like it. Okay. <laughs> Uh, here's the one that everybody is is here for, and here's the one that everybody wants to know about. This chat geo filters on demand geo filters. Jed, all right, so uh, we're talking
1: about uh, the filter.
0: Wait, Jed, there? Right, just want to make sure you're
1: there. Yeah, I'm here. Uh, your audio is is a little bit in and out on my end, but. Um, We'll go to Snapchat filters, and
0: uh... so we're going to talk a little bit about. For these guys, sorry about that. Um, Jed, I'll jump back in as soon as he can can get here. We're talking about Snapchat geo filters, custom geo filters that are. Listen, this is going to be the most exciting thing we talk about today. This is also going to be exciting for businesses, brands, events. Um, and fortunately for the Brand Boost podcast, I have Mr. Jed Record here who actually has created his own Snapchat Geofilter, which are you going to show it to us?
1: Um, yeah, I can. Uh, All right, how's, cool. how's my audio coming in now? And
0: you're good now. You're good. So, so I'm going to go turn this over to Jed, he's going to walk you through how to create an on-demand geofilter, and we'll come back, we'll reconvene and talk together about, um, uh, yeah, you, actually, Jed, if you can walk people through and teach them how to create the geofilter, that would be fantastic.
1: Sure. You bet. Um, So basically, if you go to Snapchat.com, they're promoting it now. So you can look up at the top of the page and it'll say, create your own uh, Snapchat filter. Um, Click on Snapchat filters and you can log in and upload an image that will um, overlay uh, just like any other filter onto your snaps. And um, you can do this for a period of time up to 30 days and of course they're going to charge you for this so there's a fee for doing it and you will select the geolocation where it will be active and the time frame that it'll be active for and uh it'll tell you how much it costs and it is really neat because if you can imagine now for personal uses there's a lot of fun ones like imagine uh, for somebody's birthday party uploading a geo filter that says happy birthday to them that would be a lot of fun and you can just set the geo location around the location of where the birthday party is and uh, i can imagine for a, a young teenager that would be uh, a ton of fun well even for me i would, i think that would be fun oh, uh, of course to, and, and jed they're not even they're not even really expensive right they're five five bucks so if you got five bucks go for it that's a i mean it's a blast so and what do
0: you get for five bucks let's explain every to everybody what do you get for five bucks
1: so the minimum geo location area that you can assign a geo filter to is about twenty thousand square feet uh and on a map that that's the equivalent to maybe a block on a street um a little bit less than that and um you know that's perfect for like a house if you want to do it around your house or around uh Uh, a school or around, uh, you know, uh, a restaurant, and uh, it's fantastic. I'm going to talk about it first in in the case of personal use, and then we'll talk about it a little bit for businesses. Um, But in my case, I wanted to test this thing out, so I gave it a shot, created a little uh, filter from one of the templates that they allow you to download. And for the audience uh, here uh, on the Blab show today, I'll show them the little filter I created, which is here on my screen, which just says, hello from Jed's house. So I uploaded, the, uploaded that image. It's a transparent uh, PNG file that I created in um, Photoshop, uploaded it to Snapchat, and then it asked me to select the dates that I wanted to have it active for. So in what I'm doing right now is I'm just selecting it to be active for one day. um, And then uh, let's see how many hours do I want it to do. Let's say we'll do it for eight hours um, for one day. And then it asks me to select the area that I want to define. Now you can see that it brings up Google Maps and I can just uh, draw out an area. So let's reset. And I'll just select with my mouse cursor a, uh, a draw an area on Google Maps uh, with the mouse cursor, and it, it will set it up. And if it's green, that means it's greater than twenty thousand square feet, and you can go ahead and purchase that that location. Um, so I'm narrowing this location down to. Uh, about the size of a house, which is the um, geo code that I bought. The geo filter that I bought was just over my house, and it was about uh, 20,000 square feet. And so here we have 20,000 square feet. And you can see up in the corner, I'll show the audience that uh, Snapchat says that for eight hours to get 20,000 square feet, uh, they're going to charge me $5 to make this filter active that's a pretty good price that to me is a pretty fair price and uh and that's just over over a house or a building or what have you now of course uh well here let's show you the checkout you go to checkout you give them a credit card and you're done uh so that's the process is very straightforward very easy to do Uh, i encourage you guys to try it for yourselves a lot of fun um and then um, you may ask, and I've been asked, well, how long can you do it for? Well, you can do it for 30 days, and for me, um, I looked at it for 30 days. It was uh, somewhere around 350 dollars to do it for 30 days, which is pretty cheap. Um, again, for personal use. Just but just- hey, you don't have to do it for 30. I mean, like, really, yeah, you're not going to do it for if 30 days. If you have an if event. You don't $3. need a 30 days. For events, it's perfect. I mean, it's really great for events. And so I wanted to share some pricing with you to, to give you some more uh, ideas of what the actual costs are. I went to a mall, to a very uh, a high-end mall near me here in North Carolina, and I uh, uh, encircled the atrium of the mall. So I can in theory post a snap code to everybody who's within the atrium of the busiest mall in our area for uh 156 dollars for a day um or for a thousand dollars i could get the entire mall covered um now,
0: why is the mall more 30 expensive? days why is the mall more expensive do they know that that's so it's not just an arbitrary space if i were to pick like manhattan it's going to be more expensive than say like
1: that's right so times square i went to times square and i covered uh, times square um 20,000 feet on times square which is about half a block is 70 dollars a day okay now i don't know if you'll get different approval um you know uh, so you have to get approved so i don't know if the approval is more difficult for times square although it may be mm-hmm. um you can't have 50, you know, geofilters going all at once. Um, so uh, you've got $70 a day and $1,000 a month for Times Square. That to me seems a little cheap. So I don't know if that's going to stay like that or not. But imagine covering 20,000 square feet of Macy's at Times Square for a thousand bucks. So,
0: can, let's can we just run through the um, some of the submission guidelines? I have the guidelines in front of me, and I want to read them off to everybody.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Um, the big one is no URLs, and they don't want yeah. they don't want uh, calls to action in the overlay. So, so I'm,
0: I'm going to read this. I'm going to read this directly out of here. Uh, here you go, guys. Geo submission guidelines. Geofilters are location based overlays that users can apply to their snaps. Now Snapchatters artists and designers around the world can submit their own fun and creative geo work geo filter artwork following these guidelines will help increase the likelihood of your geo filter being selected places businesses are currently are not currently eligible for community geo filters draw your geofence thoughtfully it should only cover the relevant area keep it local right. do not cover an entire country state or province i'm just going to read them all first and then we'll go back to okay. it Select a public place, neighborhood, landmark, venue, or other location where people are likely to gather and send snaps. Graphics, all graphics must be 100% original, no logos or trademarks. The only exception is that we will accept college and university logos submitted by authorized officials from those schools. No photographs, no hashtags. Be creative. Make it visually compelling. Don't cover up too much of the screen. Make sure it's relevant to the location and something that people will want to use. Provide a good description, including relevant dates. File should be 1080 pixels wide. File should be under 300 kilobytes for PNGs. So that's all of the guidelines there.
1: Go ahead, Jay. So those guidelines that you're reading are for the community geo geofilters um, and... The geo filters that we're going to purchase have a subset of those guidelines, um, and you can use logos on the paid geo. Filters. You're right. I did read
0: the wrong ones. I read the community ones, like you just said, the on-demand, right. on-demand geo
1: filters. That's no big deal. Um, but but the uh, on-demand ones that you're paying for, right, right. Um, you can, as long as you can prove that you have the uh, trademarks to the. Uh, in the authorization to use those logos. And I don't know how you do that other than just con, you know consent on the form that you do. Um, it says you can use those logos, um, but you cannot use URLs, phone numbers, email addresses. Um, they don't want you to use photographs of people. Um, so I assume that that photographs of other things in the background right. may be legit. Drug-related um, content. And they don't want to have a, uh, a uh, marketing messages, I think is the term they use. With, let's see. Uh, I, I took it to mean like calls to action. Um, so the calls to action, if you're doing this for a business, should be within the snap itself, mm. um, not the the snap filter. Um, but that's cool if you can put your logo on it in your own uh, corporate colors, your brand colors, and, and a cool design. It gives your fans an opportunity to share your geo filter. And I don't see anything in here that doesn't let you do it over and over again, as cheap as it is to do it 30 days and another 30 days and another 30 days. But um, again, the submissions have to be approved by the Snapchat team. And if they see you resubmitting over and over again, I don't know if they'll let you do that or not, but it's worth a try.
0: Yeah, I can't imagine being able to find anything relevant enough to create for, like, Times Square from where I am right now um, without clogging. Like, I see if – I mean, obviously, Snapchat's going to have their own – they're going to have their own submission process. So if there's a billion people that are going to submit to Times Square, they're probably only going to pick the best, right? They're not just going to allow every single one or – maybe they'll take certain ones at a time so we'll definitely be seeing those types of things i'm just curious as to if they'll be overused to the point where they're gonna have to charge more because that's what's going to happen everyone's gonna be like i'm gonna i think the
1: the pricing on this is unbelievably cheap jump on it now if this is interesting to you, the prices will go up. Uh, There's no doubt in my mind, Um, but it's a lot of fun. I think they're experimenting with this and I would say go for it now because the prices for sure will go up. And if you want some examples of how would you use this for your business, if you have a small private restaurant across from a large mall where there's a big food court, Mm -hmm. how about putting a picture of your best dish in a snap filter and putting the name of your store in the snap filter and making that uh, a snap filter that's active over top of the mall. Mm -hmm. Um, If you live near another high traffic area, a train station, uh, airport, whatever, um, and you have a business close by, Go. It's like it's like being able to take your storefront and set it right in front of where all the high traffic is. So if you have a low traffic storefront and there's a high traffic area right around the corner, like you're two blocks off of Main Street, but all the pedestrian traffic is on Main Street, put your snap filter right on top of Main Street and invite people to your restaurant by putting a you know a dish or a, or a logo or just the name of your store on a snap filter that's enabled right on Main Street and boom it's like it's like the perfect ad so Take advantage. It is super cheap, guys. There's no excuse for local businesses not jumping all over this. I talked about it maybe three months ago, six months ago, two months ago. This is going to be the number one platform for local businesses. I still hold to that. And uh, and this right here is one of the main reasons why I think that's going to be true.
0: Yeah, I have a uh, client that is having a grand opening in um two weeks uh less than two weeks about a week and a half they are actually no it's less than that because there's only what 28 days this month right so 28 or 29 well whatever it is anyway um and they're doing a grand opening but they're also the grand opening coincides with uh the entire street or the entire district has like this uh, I want to say it's, I don't want to call it a. Uh, it's like a walk or a crawl for the entire district. It's like a little. It's an event throughout the entire district. So I've already pitched this to them, and I said, "Listen, you guys need to do this." Um, Amy Schmidauer is in the house. Uh, for those of you listening on the podcast, you know my obsession with Amy Schmidauer and her being on this show multiple times. But uh, I did pitch this to uh, the client, and I want to get. I want them to use this for the price it is stupid like you said jed not to use absolutely especially for a grand opening especially for uh all that traffic going on that night and how cool would that be to have all of your geo filters being used especially if it's creative and i think that's why snapchat is um ensuring that it's a creative enough snap um, it's it's creative enough especially if you're in certain yeah areas absolutely if i'm gonna go geofence my house and do it they're probably gonna have less they're, they're going to care less about the creativity because i'm, geo-filter, I'm, geo- yeah. I'm geofiltering i'm filtering my house but,
1: and they will definitely be looking where you're applying to have your geo filter for sure so okay, step so it up if it's there. gonna be in times square
0: i'm gonna put this out there to you guys to you guys in the audience if you really want to impress your lady buy a geo filter. <laughs> tell her you love her geofilter her house okay serious and let her come across it how cool would that be
1: oh my gosh vincenzo so, now you've just you've just blown up snapchat for five bucks five bucks high, guys seriously in high school you want to date the 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 cheerleader uh boom, you're done. The, Snapchat might, idea. Snapchat, <laughs> might, they might really get rich just off this alone. But anyway, listen, propose, um, propose, you can propose Valentine's Day over. It doesn't oh, matter. It's going to be crazy. You've got, Eastern, yeah. you've got
0: Christmas. You've got plenty of events coming up where guys are going to propose yeah, the and they're going to use Snapchat. I'm telling you right now.
1: It's going to be crazy. It's going to be a lot of fun to see how how people take advantage of this. If you're a small business or a local business and you are curious about how this could help your business, I hope you'll reach out to 52 Creative and Vincenzo uh, to see how this could work for you. Um, and feel free to contact me as well, uh, Jed Record, I'm at Jed Record on Twitter. Um, and either one of us would be more than willing to to help you explore how this could be a, a great opportunity for your business. But I'm telling you local it's businesses classic. get on Snapchat now because this is, this is huge. This is a huge opportunity. It's so early in the game on the platform that everything is cheap. Even doing influencer marketing is cheap. If you're a big brand and you're interested in exploring Snapchat, and influencer marketing 52 creative right here and at Vincenzo Landino on Twitter, we'll be able to help you with that as well. So plug in hard deck. Well, I just think it's a big opportunity not to be missed, not to be missed just because you feel you're, you're not familiar or comfortable enough with Snapchat. Vincenzo and I, we've done it. We're happy to help Uh, others do it. And we're big promoters of the platform. So uh, to see if you can explore it some more, yeah I'm not sure what's going on with lab today but hopefully we'll have it sorted out um, Vincenzo will pop back in here there he is and um, cool there we go but I think uh, Jed can you I can them? hear you great Vincenzo
0: here's what I want here's what I want to say about the snapchat filters before we uh... Try to take some some people into the audience or from the audience, um, with these Snapchat geo filters. Like Jed said, like we mentioned before, the small businesses can now compete with the big guys. It doesn't cost you five hundred thousand dollars or whatever it was early on to create a geo filter. Now, yes, there were community geofilters that were expensive, right Jed? For brands to do, they were still, you know, those were very pricey. But this allows you to play in your own grass, in your own sandbox, okay? If you're a local restaurant, I'm sitting here in a local coffee shop, they don't have to go and compete with anybody else. They can just play with this traffic area right here. There's movie theater right over there. There's uh, another restaurant here. There's plenty of those banks and, and salons right down the street. To geofilter this area right here maybe a half a mile and have Brugger's Bagel show up everywhere. Like how cool is that? Um any small business. The beauty is any small business can do this. I'm already thinking about the main street area here in this town and where I am and the businesses that can totally crush it there because people are always taking photos from there. I'm always seeing friends of mine on Snapchat, taking photos from these restaurants and the restaurants never get any love, Yeah, none, zero love. Um,
1: that's, de- so so that's, our, very, very that's cool. definitely our strategy for you. If you're looking, if you're trying to figure out what's, what do we do with this information? The strategy is find the high traffic areas, uh, near you near your business and cordon them off with a Snapchat geo filter and give it a shot. We've seen prices as low as $5 for eight hours. And, uh, I forget what we said for a month that was, uh, uh, still, about three
0: hundred fifty bucks or so for yeah, the month.
1: No, I have found one for a hundred and fifty-six dollars a month. Gotcha. So okay. that's um, that's on the low end now. That's twenty thousand feet. It's going to be more than that for a, for like a downtown Main Street section. But still, sure. that's incredibly, incredibly that's cheap. I so mean, it's just unbelievable how how great a deal this is.
0: There you have it: Facebook reactions, Twitter gifs, and Snapchat. On-demand geo filters. If you have questions for Jed or myself, feel free to reach out to both of us at Vincenzo Lindino on Twitter or at Jed Record. You can hit us up on Snapchat as well under the same names. Feel free to ask questions about these. Or if you want someone to help you along or your business with these geo filters, please reach out to Vincenzo at 52creative.co. And until tomorrow, ciao. This has been a VincenzoLandino.com production. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy the Brand Boost podcast, please give us a rating, write a review, or subscribe. Head on over to BrandBoostCast.com forward slash subscribe.